have to see if I can pick that up on the um, <laughs> on the actual thing. So yep. fire away, Jack. Welcome back to the Comeback Drive podcast. I'm Jake. I've got my good friend Sam here with me. And this is episode seven. Sam, do you want to take us through what we're going to be talking about this week? Uh, I certainly shall. We've not really planned anything. Like Usually we structure it quite a lot, don't we, with what we're going to talk about. But yeah. this week we're just we're going to try to be a bit looser with it. Just have a bit of back and forth, like a bit more of a chat rather than factual information mm. and, uh, and whatnot. Um, so, I mean, we're still going to, you know talk nfl that's what we're here for but um we're just gonna try and have a bit more fun with it so to speak and speaking of fun here's our fun little jingle still loving that jingle um so I say we we get straight into it and talk about some of the trades and transactions that have happened since we last recorded. Just a little update on what's happened, really. Yeah, sure. Cool. So we last recorded on April 1st, um, and I think we covered most of it on there. So we'll go from April 2nd. Um, So I have got here in front of me the Texans' Shaq Lawson. Uh, converting seven million of his 2021 salary into a bonus to clear up 5.25 of cap space for Houston. Um, you've got the Raiders' Neville Lawson uh, suspended for two games for violating the league's PED policy, um, forfeiting $125,000 in his 2021 salary. Um, we've got Damian Wilson uh, signing a one-year contract with Jacksonville. Um, we've got Jamil Douglas signing a one-year uh, contract sorry, with Buffalo. Um, we've got Tyreek McGee suspended for five games for violating the league's PED policy, uh, forfeiting $183,333 uh, in his 2021 salary for Los Angeles uh, Raiders. Um, not Raiders, Rams. <laughs> Just seeing an R and saying Raiders. Um, we've got uh, Roderick Johnson signing a one-year contract with Houston. Um, Quinton Dunbar signing a one-year 1.12 million contract with Detroit. Uh, obviously, the big news that's happened, um, we've got Sam Darnold uh, being traded to Carolina from the New York Jets uh, for a 2022 second-round pick and a 2022 fourth-round pick and a 2021 sixth-round pick. Um, and and obviously, and Carolina exercised an eighteen point eight million dollar option for twenty twenty two for Sam Darnold. Um, we've got Rodney Hudson. Uh, this is we're, we're up to April sixth here, by the way. Um, we've got Rodney Hudson signing a three year thirty million dollar restructure with Arizona. Yeah, that's that's a big contract. Um, we've got uh, oh, I'm not sure how to say that. J T Ibe. Uh, signing a contract with Carolina. Uh, we've got Martez Ivy uh, signing a contract with Carolina and Jalen Julius signing a contract with Carolina as well. Uh, still on April 6th, we've got Shamar Stevens signing a contract with Denver. Uh, moving up to April 7th, we've got Giovanni Bernard uh, releasing, being released by Cincinnati to clear up 4.1 million in cap space. Uh, Forrest Lamp signing a one-year contract with Buffalo. Brian Anger signing a one-year contract with Dallas. That's a great name. 
Um, we've got Anthony O'Claire signing a contract with Houston. Nate Sudfield uh, signing a one-year $990,000 contract with San Francisco. Jordan Howard signing a one-year contract with Philadelphia. Eric Wilson also signing a one-year contract with <coughs> Philadelphia. Uh, bless you, Sam. Uh, Anthony Leville, Levine sorry, signing a contract with Baltimore. AJ Boy signing a contract with Carolina. Jaleel Johnson signing a contract with Houston. Not a lot of details coming out here. Uh, Jameer Jones signing a contract with Pittsburgh. Jeremy Sprinkle signing a contract with Dallas. Uh, PJ Hall's been released by Houston Texans. Uh, we've got Patrick Scales signing a contract with the Bears over in Chicago. And lastly, just today, we've got, uh, that's April 8th, we've got Dean Marlowe signing a contract with Detroit. So a fair bit of movement going on in the last few days. Yeah, um, I, I think for me, like there's only a few names that I really recognise there. I mean, obviously the big one mm-hmm. was uh, Sam Darnold being uh, traded by um, the Jets, who were obviously picking second in the draft this year. And w- whether they kept him or um, they traded him, I, th- I think they're going for a quarterback in the draft. Um, yeah, I think so. I think, I think what surprises me is Carolina uh, exercising the fifth-year option for him for $18 million. Yeah. Like, that's an awful lot of money for him. Um, I mean, okay... You know, he's he's had um, um, Adam Gase as a head coach over in uh, New York, and that's just yeah. not done him any favors at all. So maybe the change of scenery will do him uh, some good there. I mean, obviously, you were saying about Rodney Hudson there as well. Like, like I think he's a center, isn't he? I think that's what. Um, that's right. Yeah, said. yeah, over in Arizona. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's a lot of money there as well for uh, center. But um, obviously, if he's if he's good at his job, then you know, there's no reason that he can't. Um, you know, it, yeah, no I, I think a good a good centre can make or break an offense. I think if if the snaps high, the snaps low, there's an issue. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, there was a couple of times last season where I remember um, we had our centre Ben Jones out, and we 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 like moved one of the guards um, into the centre. I think you remember the play. We were both watching it. Like, this is going to go straight over Tannehill's head, I and mean, then it went yeah. straight over Tannehill's head. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I was sort of half joking when I'd said it, but it was just—it was just funny just to see it. Like, oh my god! Um, but obviously, the other big name that I recognise there is AJ Boye, previously with the Jaguars, but I think he was with Denver last season when he was cut going over to Carolina. So they've got, yeah, they've got a fair bit going on there. Um, apart apart yeah. from that, I can't. Oh, Brian Anger as well. Obviously, he, he was with the Texans last season, which is why I recognise the name a fair amount. But. Um, yeah. yeah, not very far. Only gone over to Dallas. Yes, yeah. <laughs> one uh, state over. Same, <laughs> uh, same state. Well, yeah, you know what I mean, though. <laughs> oh, it's different one, one city town over the state. in the same yeah, state. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, as we were saying earlier, like we've we've not really structured anything this week. We're sort of we're in that weird it's, void. It's where been we're weird not doing any research. It's been so weird not doing any research. <laughs> yeah, because we we're both used to that quite a fair bit, but. We're just trying to sort of mellow it out a little bit, chill it out a bit. Mm. Which I can tell because uh, Jake is drinking an absolutely terrible lager straight from a can. So he's, he's definitely am, yeah. mellowed out. Yeah, um, I've not even got the mug out. I've not got a spirit in it. It's just, you mean just you're not drinking from Emma's cup that she so graciously bought us? I'm not this evening, but I don't think you've got a leg to stand on. <laughs> I mean, I'm not either. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> shaming you, so I don't feel as bad. What whiskey have you got yourself on tonight? I don't even really think you can class it as a whiskey. It's um, it's. I won't name the brand because I don't know if we're actually allowed to name brands. It's a peach whiskey, and it, it yeah, it just tastes like peach. It's uh, are it's you at a seven year old's birthday party? Um, 
it might be a seven-year-old whiskey. No, it's definitely not a seven-year-old if it's if it's a peach. It's it's more like a liqueur. Sorry, I think but... I think you misheard me. Are you at a seven-year-old's birthday party? No, I no, I heard you correctly. I was just, <laughs> I was just saying it could be a seven-year-old uh, whiskey. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, but it's quite nice because earlier in the week uh, I went on to Jake's and we were actually going to plan for the podcast this week and um, we ended up throwing American football to each other. Um, yeah. which is quite nice because I can't actually throw an American football <laughs> as Jake hey, has you learned. Got good. You, you got a spiral going by the end. By the end of it, yeah. But I, do you remember um, a couple of years ago when we were sat in the dormouse outside of York with uh, yeah. your son and uh, your wife and um, kept having to try and throw it to each other. Like, your son can throw a perfect spiral and he was about five at the time. <laughs> and I'm there just like, I honestly <laughs> can't throw it. But then uh, we had to stop because he decided to like launch a frisbee at me, which wasn't very nice. He did. He threw it right in your face, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and then he fell over and hurt his shin. So you know, karma. karma yeah, I, I taught. I, I got him on learning how to throw a spiral quite earlier on. Um, certainly in the in the first lockdown uh, last year, uh, probably this time last year. To be fair, um, we spent a lot of time out in that beautiful sunshine in the garden, just throwing the American football around, teaching him how to do it. And he's going, "Can we play actual American football, Dad?" And I was like, "Well, no. There's two of us." Um, and mum would probably tell me off if I'd tackled you. Oh, can, um, I, can I do it? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll I'll just like straight, like edge rush. He can be the quarterback and I'll be the edge rusher. <laughs> Coming off the blind side. Wait. E- Emily will kill me, but it'll be... Does that mean I have to play the blocker and the receiver? Y- you're the centre. block you and then run a route? Him. Yeah. Then he, I've got to getting, block you, and then getting, I've got to run he's a get, He's getting trampled. I'm just saying, there's no way. He's seven years old. <laughs> yeah, if, I, if I get told off, you'll get murdered. But yeah, we need to get back to um, to actually throwing that American football. I, I need to come round again, like, and go into a big field. So like, I, I properly want to launch a perfect spiral and see if I yeah. can actually do it. Um, and then absolutely, catch it, I, so. I don't think it'll be too long before you're there. To be honest, you've got the basic mechanics down. You just need to repeat, 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 repeat. It's difficult in your garden, though, because you can't follow through with your arm action. You've got to sort of stop yeah, yourself true. a bit. I've, I've a got a decent garden. size garden, but not enough to to launch a ball. Um, there's loads of places we can go. We can get it down. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do that. We'll get some other people involved. Podcast listeners, come and throw American football with us. I know Emma yeah. definitely listens, and I know she's not sport sporty at all, so we will be having to teach her how to throw an American football. I don't think she can catch either. Emma, don't worry about it. You don't need to come. It's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that sounds, that sounds good. We can, we can sort that. That's no problem. But yeah, sorry. Back to Sam Darnold. No, we were talking about that. What, what are your thoughts on um, thoughts on that? Because it's it's an interesting one for Sam to get a fresh start, I think. Yeah, well, I mean... I've said it before about people going from the Jets or the Giants. Um, it's an upgrade. Going to any other team is an upgrade. Um, I think going over to, to Carolina, um, he's going to be working with Cam Newton, so he's going to pick up some things there. No, he's not. Um, <laughs> no, he's not. With, not with, not. Cam Newton is not Carolina, is it New England? <laughs> oh, of course, no, he's New England now. Right, I'm I'm living two years ago at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we've just been reminiscing about the past, so... Yes, that's it, yeah. Um, I can't think of who's in Carolina now. Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater, that's the one. Either way, a vet that's been in, the, in been there for a while. I think he's, he's definitely going to benefit from learning under the Bridgewater. 
Um, I think the coaches are a bit better over in Carolina as well. Um, he's going to experience being flattened by the books, which is always fun. Um, <laughs> you know, it's. <laughs> I Didn't think you play them last season, and win. Carolina. Yeah. No, twice. no, no, no. Um, New York. Yes. I can't remember. You very well may have. We played one of the New York teams. I I want to say it was the Jets. Not you, pl- the Giants. you played the Giants. You definitely played the Giants. Was it I the Giants? To remember it was only one of them. I don't think we played both. All right. Um, I'm gonna have to check now. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, type away. Type away. That's fine. Hold up. Uh, I'm not typing away. I'm gonna do it on my phone with this one because uh, just get the NFL app up. It's faster. Don't hang up on the call. Um, <laughs> Yeah, hanging up on the call would, would, would be bad. The shortest podcast um, we will have ever have done at 16 minutes if you hang <laughs> up on the call. Yeah. I say it would be quicker, but now nothing's loading. Oh, well. um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting for him. I think he's going to get to see some different teams that he's not seen from playing in New York because obviously it's a different division. They're going to see some different things going on. So... Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens. Um, not like I can't wait to find out. Interested, but interested nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I- I'm liking this relaxed format. I don't know about you. Yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. It's good. But I'm also panicking internally because I I can't think of what to say next at any given time. When we sort of like pause for like two seconds, like oh my god, like who's saying what next? Who's doing what? Um, I mean NFL related I guess but also skirting slightly off topic Um, have you seen about the European Football League um, is opening up again Uh, I I think you mentioned it to me like when we were doing a bit of research one week but I uh, I, 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 I can't remember looking into it or not it's it's from what I can see, it's largely um, sort of German or Dutch teams um, that are playing in it. There's not very many of them, I don't think. I think there's maybe fifteen at the most, possibly less. And um, there used to be more. It used to be a huge thing. Um, I think it was something like twenty six teams or something. Um, but now it's 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 reopening again because it got sort of funding cut and stuff. But it's just been reapproved as part of the NFL. Um, but obviously also separate to the NFL. So we could be potentially seeing, because the other thing that they agreed with this um, was that scouts would potentially be going to watch some of the European League games, some of the, the you know the later games, the ones where it's sort of the better teams left. And we could be seeing more European faces in the actual NFL as a result. Um, I mean, there's... I don't know if he's still playing, actually. There was one English dude. I think he was playing for the Panthers. Uh, F.A. Obada? Yes, I think so. Defensive player. He was an ex-rugby player. Um, yeah, and he, he went to play with... Oh, sorry. And, and he was with the Bills. He was a running back, wasn't he? No, he was definitely defence. Defense. Well, the there's, there's F.A. Obada, I remember, who was with Carolina, I think, who's now with the Bills from memory. That's just mm-hmm. from memory could be completely wrong there um yeah so so there's a couple of like english players there's another one as well and i can't remember which team he plays for um yeah but i i don't, I don't know if you remember the draft a couple of years ago there was the big tight end from germany and he got drafted to his favorite team 
by um, the, the, the Vikings. Um, I can't remember his name at all. But he, like he, he got drafted in like the sixth round or something, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you know, he got to like he got to play on the team for a bit. I think he got cut eventually because he wasn't up to the standard of the NFL. But I mean, yeah, even stuff like that's a dream come true for you know a dude from Germany or uh, you know wherever to um, to be doing anywhere that is not the US. I mean, with college ball being what it is in the US, yeah, you yeah, kind yeah. of you kind of have to have gone to college in the US to make it into the NFL, which for a lot of us is a beautiful pipe dream um, that's just not obtainable. Because I mean, US citizenship to attend a US college is not cheap. Um, I actually got the opportunity when I was at university over here um, in uh, Preston to go over to, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I studied film um, at university, which you know about. but I got yeah. the opportunity to go over to one of the uh, universities. Can't remember which one it is. If I could, like, I'd you know, I'd uh, tell you. Um, but I mean, I mean, I wouldn't be able to play American football anyway. I'm five foot four, so <laughs> like, there's no position. Like, I could be a punter maybe if I had a strong enough leg. But apart from that, um, yeah, got the opportunity to go across, which would have been fun. Because I'd have loved to have like just tried out American football. But then knowing my luck, I'd have been there like training with like someone who's a future nfl star now um yeah i mean it doesn't matter that you you, you're five four you could still be a running back yeah i get fast i get flattened yeah you've just got to be quicker it's like trying to catch a mouse it's easier to catch a dog than it is to catch a mouse yeah i suppose but nice little stiff arm on you know josh norman i'll recreate all of henry's runs yeah just just throw your bones out the back of your as you go in, that's fine. I don't know about you, though. This 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 might sound a bit weird, but because I, th- I think over in the UK, like if you're a fan of like a certain team, that's the only team you want to play for. Like, mm-hmm. so with American football, like I'm a fan of the Titans. Say if, say if I got drafted in uh, in the NFL to the Jaguars, like. I, I wouldn't play for them. I wouldn't want to play for them. Or like if you know, if I got drafted to the Colts or the Texans, because they're in the same division as the Titans. Like, well, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to play for you guys because I'm a fan of the Titans. Like, I know, I know it's different mentalities how they're brought up over there in America and stuff, but um, I, I just wouldn't want to do that. I don't know. I don't know how you feel. Like, say if you got drafted think, by Carolina yeah, or be... Atlanta, and you're, you're yeah, a it'd be fan. tricky. I've, I've often thought about this. It's obviously. They grow up where they grow up. Generally, they support the team from where they grew up or their their closest team, depending on where they live. Hmm. Um, and then they go to this college. They go to whatever. Obviously, you aim for the best college football college to 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 progress you into the NFL. Um, but you you play for these places. You get the pride. Certainly, I think pride in where you're from is a much bigger thing in America than it is here as well um because i mean there's the sort of there's the north south divide i mean not quite to the extent that america had it once upon a time but there's the north south divide here where it's just sort of everybody north of a certain place is proud to be northern and everybody else is is proud to be southern but with a few places that disagree on where that divide is but in america they're very proud of their state they're very proud of the city within the state whereas here we're just like oh yeah the place we live is terrible but i quite like it 
but I wouldn't recommend it. We're going to spoil <laughs> it though, because York is a very nice city. Like it's, yeah, it's yeah, we we do live in a beautiful place cities. with a huge history, which is fantastic. But I mean, you know, history isn't really a thing in America, is it? They've only been around for a couple of hundred years. But yeah. um, but there's a lot of pride in where you come from, and I, and I think that must be quite difficult to then go and play for another team because if you get the opportunity to play in the NFL, if that's your dream, you play wherever you're sent, wherever picks you. Wherever you're lucky enough to get sent to, wherever you're lucky enough to get picked by, you go there and, and you play hard until you can potentially end up with the team that you've always loved. But it must be really hard to play for a team that, especially if it was like a divisional rival or something, your entire life you've gone, ah. Oh. Like, for example, say you grew up in um, Minnesota in America. You've grown up loving the Vikings. You've grown up despising Green Bay. And you grow up, you get great at college football, you get drafted by the NFL, and you're picked up by the Packers. That must be difficult. Well, it's Would like... you be able to go to a team that you'd grown up instinctively hating because you've been taught to? Well, it's um, Jalen Ramsey, the cornerback for... Um, well, he's now with the Rams. Obviously, he was drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars. He played mm-hmm. college football in Florida. Um, but his whole family are from Tennessee, like his family are Titans fans, um, yeah. and yeah, he's playing for like their biggest rival over in Florida, <laughs> and you know I think we steamrolled them more times than uh, you know they beat us. But um, like I, I even remember watching one of um, uh, the Bussing with the Boys podcast. So for anyone listening, definitely go and listen to Bussing with the Boys. Um, listen like, to us first. You what? Sorry, nothing. <laughs> so well, you... listen to us first which doesn't make sense because they would have to be to be getting that but anyway yeah um like he's on there Jalen Ramsey's talking with Taylor Luan and Will Compton uh saying about um yeah my, my, my family are Titans fans and it's it's you know obviously you're playing for the opposite team so it's, it's just a it's just a weird one um you know to be yeah. to, I mean I mean the other thing that sort of it bothers me in so obviously I'm a Titans fan, but originally we we were the Houston Oilers. We we were from Texas. Then we moved over to um, to Tennessee Nashville. into Nashville, yeah. became the Tennessee Oilers, and then eventually the Tennessee Titans. Like, I mean, even with the Rams, like they were in L.A., then they were down in uh, St. Louis, Missouri, and then back to yeah. L.A. Um, and you've got. The, the Chargers, you know, moving around, and then even Vegas Raiders, originally from Oakland. It's a bit like you don't get that over here with England. Like imagine York City being down in being down in Swindon. Like you just don't get that. Oh yes, no, sorry, no. York City fans, relocating to Swindon. Like you'd be you'd be fuming. Yeah, I think so. I think also with European football, there's a lot more. Um, so soccer, I suppose, if you're American, but um, <laughs> there's a lot more. You well, said that I say American, actually, soccer, soccer is yeah. actually soccer's the term for anywhere other than in England. Everywhere else calls no, it soccer. No, no, they don't. No, most of them do. America, a lot of European countries call America it soccer. America is the only place that calls it soccer. They call it soccer in Germany. They call it football in Germany. They call it soccer in Germany, for it, sure. I, I I watch for Bundesliga. They definitely call it football. Uh, sorry, they call it football. They definitely call it soccer. Do you watch when football? they're speaking it when they're speaking in English? Uh, no, because I don't want to go to sleep in the middle of the day. Oh, fair <laughs> sorry, definitely... I've I've always hated football, not just because I'm terrible at it. Um, just never got they, it. They always call it football wherever um, 
every, every other country that I've seen, like apart from places where American football is massive, and the only place that it is really, really big is over in America. So that's why they call it soccer. MLS is like. Oh, I'm, I'm sure I've seen it. It's when, when, like in German, it's football, but in English, they say soccer. But then again, a lot of the European countries that learn English learn a lot of American English rather than uh, what we would speak. It. Um, but, but I know in Australia they call it soccer because they've got their own version of football. Australian rules. Of footy, I, I, yeah. I tell you what, that is one game that I've watched like highlights of, and I like I just don't yeah, understand. Yeah, I've never seen much. Yeah, I don't understand what's going. I mean, I didn't used to understand um, the uh, American football. Now I do. Mm. Like I think Australian football just seems like a mixture of American football with rugby and football. Football, the proper football. In, yeah. yeah, like it's yeah. just it's seems quite fun to maybe try yeah um yeah i think nfl is quite big over there as well there's a lot more nfl supporters over there than there is over here i think there's a lot more than you realize over here um but i think that it's it's quite popular over in australia as well I mean, the reason it comes over here is because they'll sell out Wembley Stadium like that. It's an 80,000-seater yeah. stadium, one of the biggest stadiums in the country, and it sells out in, well, I, I want to say in minutes, but it does sell out very, very fast. Like, the last game I went to um, watch down there was uh, Texans versus Jags, and, um, yeah, like, stadium sold out. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised, to be fair. Um there are a lot of fans, and you see on a lot of the the groups online um, for NFL UK supporters, um, there there is loads of people in there, absolutely loads, and people from everywhere that just want to get together and talk about football <laughs> because generally, I've, I, it's, well, it seems this way anyway that that people that like it are, are sort of few and far between. So there's not that many that you know in your town until you go on these groups and you're like, oh, I didn't know you were spotted and I didn't know you spotted. Um, I mean, we're quite fortunate that we know each other and we both love the NFL, but... Um... I, I do know a fair few people, but obviously, like, because I work in the centre of town, I work in a bar, like, true, I'm, I'm yeah. quite friendly with um, a lot of uh, punters who will come in who, who um, uh, will, um, you know, talk about NFL or even other bars, like because obviously we're on the radio to each other to sort of be like, oh, yeah. don't let this dude in or whatever. Or I've got friends who work in certain places. Like, um, there's a lot of my like within the same profession, the same like bar industry. There's a lot of NFL fans because you're putting sport on the TV all the time. Like you've got football on and you've got the NFL yeah. on um, and stuff. Like I, I watched the um, the Kansas City Super Bowl win uh, at my friend's bar. And like she asked to borrow a jersey, it was like, oh, can I borrow a new jersey so I can wear it while I'm working? Like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Like, here's my here's my Derrick Henry one yeah. or whatever. And um, then um, and then oh, oh, that that is a story I'm definitely telling today, actually, um, which I've not I've not told uh, I've not told you. Um, but yeah, like I, I know Seahawks fans, Bear fans. Um, like, there's an older guy who comes into my bar um, called Colin, and he, he's. He's in his sixties, and he's a he, he's a bear fan, yeah, bears fan. Sorry, and um, I, it was my day off, and my manager, because we both uh, we both know Colin. My manager had texted yeah. me saying, um, "Colin says te- uh, twenty quid on uh, bears to be uh, Titans." 
And I was like, yeah, cool. Tell him, tell him I'm in for that. And then, like, obviously we beat him earlier in the season. So the next time I saw Colin, he was like, there you go, measure 20 quid. I think I bought him a pint with it and I had a pint as well. But it's it's, it's nice like that. I, um, it's definitely getting bigger over here. Like, have you ever been down to watch it in London? Uh, no, no. So that is something like, we're definitely chance. doing. Like, yeah. Like, we'll definitely have to Oh, yeah, that. 100%. I've, I've been thinking about that when it's it's back to the UK and we feel It'll be da- down this down this autumn. To, to go, yeah. Um, we're bringing Frankie? Yeah. Maybe I think it might be a bit much for him. Um, he he has. It'll be too loud. It'll be too much of a, a sensory overload for him. Um, which yeah. is something that he's always had. Um, but I was thinking, yeah, I've been thinking about it and thinking it'd be it'd be great to go down and um, I'd be great great podcast wise to go down and 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 watch as well as just an awesome experience, but. Um, and obviously a dream to go and watch some NFL teams live, regardless of who they are. Um, obviously, bonus if it's Bucks, that would be great. <laughs> but we'll just have to see who. Um, yeah, it's who's, who's coming. I think it was it was supposed to be the Bucks coming last year. No, they played the year before was when it the year uh, before? you, you nah. played Carolina, didn't you? When yeah. uh, Winston threw five interceptions. <laughs> yeah, but there was uh, there was no chance of getting that off work back then, but. Um, it you was better opportunities, so yeah. It was so it's funny good. because I, I had just we just had like a big event on at work, I think, and jokingly I said to uh, my boss, I was like, "Oh, you give me that week off for my birthday? Sorry, you give me that week enough for my birthday so I can go down to London to watch the NFL at you with like a wink face in um in a text message like, yeah, yeah, sure, I booked mm. it off for you now. I was like, sweet, booked the tickets nice. instantly <laughs> so we couldn't like back out of it and uh, you know went down to watch that had a few few drinks i was just by myself it? like it's too late to ask anyone else to come down just went down watched uh um texans versus um uh jags as i say Minshew mania for the jags and deshaun watson deandre hopkins for uh mm-hmm. oh, and jj Watt. i don't know if he was injured at that point or not though for uh for texans it's a good texans, game it's a good yeah. game jags lost obviously um of course <laughs> but oh that was the story i was going to tell you so um Watching the Kansas City Super Bowl win in um, my friend's pub in the centre of York, uh, like they had special license to be open late to play the Super Bowl. Yeah. And um, like I go in, I meet my um, my friend uh, Lily. So if you're listening, Lily, big shout out to you there. She borrows my um, uh, Derrick Henry jersey. Uh, yeah. jersey. I'm there in my Mariota jersey, uh, obviously. Um, and um Couldn't go a podcast without mentioning it yeah obviously so I, <laughs> I sit down get a drink in and um like the not the manager of the pub like the supervisor of the pub it, like i'm sat with him and a couple of his mates and then one of the guys who used to work there had come back and we're all talking nfl and then the um <laughs> the chef uh at the pub came and sat down with us as well and it, like introduced to him having a little chat with him seems nice yeah. enough and then the NFL starts playing and obviously with the NFL like a big part of it is the commentary the commentators there um like like talking play by play the color commentator i think that's what they call it yeah. in america which i've never understood why is it called the color commentator it's like just you're just the commentator like you are just you know telling us what's going on i don't know why you need to put color in front of it uh play by play commentator whatever you want to call it and yeah. um so i'm sat there and then i i, I can't remember what like the specific play that it happened on um like it was it was either Mahomes to hill or to um 
or like Jimmy Garoppolo to um, Kittle or you know one of their players, and um, like then the commentator brings up a bunch of stats um, for whichever team it was. It's like this is the first time since 1972 that the 49ers have completed a 40 yard pass to a tight like whatever it is. And um, so yeah, I hear that straight from the um, straight from a commentator, and then like <laughs> the chef who sat next to me is like. Well, yeah. Did did you know this is the first time, like in forty years, that um, a tight end has been passed to? And I was like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's just he's just said that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just letting you know. I was like, all right, yeah, cool. <laughs> just really weird. And then, um, yeah. and then the next player happens, and um, it's like, you know, another start. Oh, it's fifteen thousand yards for um, not fifteen thousand. Christ, like that'd be that'd be a massive amount. Fifteen hundred yards rushing for wh- whoever over the season. Oh, did did you know he's rushed fifteen? F- yeah, I'm listening to the same game as you. Like we're watching <laughs> the same game, but it went on all the way throughout. Um, was it? Was he just trying to annoy you? Or no, no, not like it was. Just, like it was like a sincere guy. He wasn't a bad guy, but like he just repeated everything the commentator said, and it was just. It was getting so so annoying. Like I wanted to just watch the game in peace and have a have a couple of drinks and chat with um, you know the other people there. But then this guy like he yeah. just kept interrupting with whatever the commentator just said. It was like having a parrot on your shoulder, and <laughs> and then th- there was a Forty Niners fan in there as well who was just sat in the corner with his missus who had stayed quiet all the way through. Um, throughout it they could tell that all the rest of it well i don't know if the rest of them were getting annoyed i certainly was getting annoyed like i certainly <laughs> like was talking to my mate lily afterwards it was like what is what is your chef's problem because he's like he's just repeating everything but I, like i know i'm watching it i'm watching the same game <laughs> as you and then like um there was a seahawks fan in there who wasn't the chef and obviously he doesn't like the 49ers because it's the same division of them. So he was glad that they were losing. He's like, oh, yeah, stick stick that to your Garoppolo. But then the chef got like really, really... Vo- like, I'm not going to swear on the podcast because I don't want to have to put an explicit warning on it. Um, but it was there like, you, Garoppolo, you, you know, swearing at this guy. And then the Scottish guy who was in the corner, like after about 10 minutes of this chef swearing at the 49ers, just sort of jumped about of his seat. It was like, what is your effing problem and like like got they got right in each other's faces now i'm just there like do you know what like as much as i don't agree with the guy jumping up out of his seat and causing a stir if he knocked out the chef i would completely understand and buy him a pint like it was it was just <laughs> like it sort of ruined my experience i wanted to like just sit there with my mates, have a couple of drinks and watch it, and it, it was just so bizarre. This chef, so like, I make it habit not to go back to that bar now, um, yeah. to watch the NFL in case that chef is there. Um, so Lily, <laughs> if you are listening, first and foremost, don't pass it. I mean, you can pass it on to the chef. I don't care, but like, just just <laughs> like bar him from watching sports in your um, like. Well, I mean, he works there. You can't really bar him from watching the sports, but just bar him because. I won't watch NFL in there again if he's working. Christ alive, he was annoying. Yeah, that um, does sound infuriating. So I went on a little little rampage there with uh, <laughs> just highly annoyed me. It sounds it sounds really annoying. Mm-hmm. That's madness. But we'll we'll definitely have to go down there at some point. Like you and I have a couple of drinks and um, watch the sport. For watch sure, the NFL. yeah. 
we'll uh, we'll swing it with Emily somehow. Emily. <laughs> Emily will join us. Where's Frankie gonna go? His nana's. Oh yeah. Okay. He loves going to his nana. Yeah, that's true. I don't think Emily would want to come down though, because it's quite expensive for the tickets, and then you're having to pay for the trains and stuff down, and then. Yeah, that's true. I'll text her right now and see if uh, she responds. I'll just send her a quick message like, "We're recording the podcast. Let let me let me find her on here." <laughs> hey, Emily, we're just recording the podcast. Jake and I would like to know, comma, <laughs> would you like to come to London and watch the NFL live with us? We'll see if she responds. <clears throat> she probably will. She probably will. She'll probably just come into the room halfway through while we're recording. It wouldn't be too surprising. Um, my mind's gone. I was going to say something, but it's gone. Something NFL related. It certainly was, yeah. Um, oh, jumping back to English players playing within the NFL. Um, oh, yeah, the yeah. Particular, the particular one that was playing for the Carolinas at the time, I can't remember his name, um, did a full like thing saying that he wanted to finally... Um, quell the argument of of which is tougher um which is more stress and all the rest of it between rugby and the nfl and he said i can i can firmly say it is the nfl by far um he said yes there's pads where there isn't pads in rugby and things like that but there's a reason like he said it's so much faster it's so much more physical um you get hit so much harder like things like that um and i thought it was it was quite nice to actually see somebody that's played in a professional level in rugby and a professional level in the nfl to actually weigh in on the sort of because it happens anytime you tell somebody that loves rugby that you prefer and watch the nfl guarantee they're going to come back with Ah, oh, yeah, but they wear all them pads and stuff, and it's it's this and it's that, and uh, lots of choice words that we're not going to say on the podcast. But I'm sure you've heard them yourself. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But it's it's nice to see somebody that has done both say which he found more physically demanding, because that seems to always be what it comes down to when you say you 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 enjoy and you support the NFL. I think with rugby, though, you have to be safer with your tackles. Like, There's a lot of tackles that yeah. you can't do in rugby because you're not padded out and stuff. Um, I think they're quite different. I don't really know why they're two different sports. The two different put sports. together like that, yeah. It's not the same thing at all. Um, so, I mean, you can compare the physical demandingness of it, I guess, not that that's a word, but um, like the stress it takes on your body and, and the athleticism that you need for each because um, I mean rugby you need endurance don't you whereas the NFL you need explosiveness um, yeah yeah that's true that's true I um, mean yes they can be quite explosive in rugby but not to the point that the NFL is where plays are a few seconds long so you need to be able to do a lot in a, little, a short amount of time um, I mean my, my mate Tom he's one of those uh, people like my best mate Tom, um, he came down and watched the uh, Titans Chargers game with me for my birthday, along with a couple mm-hmm. of other friends, and um, he was one of those where like he, he just likes winding me up, like like 
like your best mates do, is like rugby's better than American football. Like okay, and then he actually came down and watched uh, the game with me. And then there was one particular play where we didn't have Derrick Henry and we had um, Dion Lewis in at running back, and um, yeah. he like he broke away from a tackle, and then like the I think it must have been the safety hit him with quite a bit of force and then his helmet like we were sat pretty high up and we just saw this helmet like fly about 20 foot in the air and back down and even tom was like oh okay yeah take that back like i don't want that to happen to me so um it's it's a different level of an uh endurance of uh plays it's a different sport entirely so like when they get compared it's um yeah it's, it's just entirely different yeah yeah i agree um emily has responded Mm -hmm. with four questions so obviously I just asked her, do you want to come watch the NFL? But I said it in a very formal way. She, she was like, A, can I get drunk? B, can we go to, on the London Eye? C, can we wear it the Cree, uh, Queen? And then D, why are you being so formal? <laughs> answer none of the questions. Yeah, she's not actually answered the question. Yeah. You've not answered the question. Being formal, because I'm recording and speaking what i'm saying to you <laughs> um we'll see what she responds i, I yeah. think it's just gonna be me and you yeah probably nice little sip of whiskey bear um just Essential. to sort of, i know there's a little bit of pause i was drinking whiskey but um <laughs> But yeah, what um, oh, that's what, that's something that I was going to mention too. Actually, I know, I know we talked about him last week uh, a fair bit with Deshaun Watson, but like, what, what's what, what's your views with it with the whole thing going on with him, and then like the conspiracy theories and stuff behind it? Like, personally, I think if there's there's so many people coming forward with such similar stories, obviously we didn't track it live. We haven't seen these as they've come out but i think it's it's quite likely to be true when there's so many things that are so similar but subtly different um it's the sort of thing that happens now and again although we wish it didn't um and i i, I genuinely hope that that remarks aren't just dismissed out of hand as people just trying to get a payday um i've seen uh either earlier today or yesterday i can't remember which um there was at least one of them who uh had the accusations um and then quite quickly wanted to just settle for some hush money um of about a hundred thousand dollars um which in itself is quite suspicious i think i think it seems quite this has happened and i'm annoyed about it but i'll happily shut up about it if you give me quite a large sum of money it's such a weird one though isn't it because like yeah i know like like say i've not done much research at all like anything for this week it's just um like sort of stuff i've seen in passing and yeah i remember like one of the things which has sort of really annoyed me is that one of the accusers one of these women um like some fans have found her business page on facebook and um google and stuff and they've been giving her like one star reviews like liar like nothing happened and stuff it's like you're destroying a woman's business um but at the same time if if she's lied about it then like i I mean i don't condone what's happened with the people doing that but like you've obviously got to work on yourself as well but it's it's such a bizarre one isn't it like with 
like like you've just said um because our good friend emma she was talking to me a bit about it um at the end of last week she's like i just found it like yeah really shocking but then at the same time um like i was saying to her that it's the not criminal charges uh against him uh, yeah for you know gross sexual misconduct or gross sexual assault um it's all civil suits which um is settled without you know him potentially going to uh sorry uh, without him potentially going to prison um it's it's all oh yeah we can get you a, a large sum of money for each um you know pers- yeah. accuser involved if found out to be true which like i just find bizarre myself and this might okay maybe this might come across as um oh well you're a man so you don't understand so to an extent yeah i don't understand as as most likely you won't as well but mm. surely if that's you as as an accuser and it's it definitely happened like you would want to pursue criminal charges against this man if there are 22 others as well like if there's 22 others and it's happened 22 times to 22 different women obviously he needs locking up but then yeah. to just pursue it for money it's it's a weird one it's i mean this isn't me saying it's not true or it is uh, or it is true like it's just it's a wholly bizarre situation um to yeah you'd um, hope that there would be somebody pushing for for sort of criminal like i can't think of the right word <laughs> but yeah for criminal for charges criminal charges to come out of it yeah you would you would be hope that there's somebody pushing for sort of justice for it rather than money right? instead of paying it off and thinking that it's okay to there to be some repercussions for it some actual damaging things like you've if it's true that that, that damaged these people because it must be, be traumatic it'd be yeah. pretty horrific so you would hope that somebody would say no that's not enough i don't want your money i want you to have to deal with your actions have to have some responsibility for what you've done and i keep thinking of the word pay for what you've done but not sort of in a monetary sense in in actual deed in doing the time yeah such it's such a weird one i keep i'm still keeping my eye on it all um yeah i mean new stuff keeps developing each day um but it's obviously it's just yeah just a wholly bizarre situation because obviously like we were talking about it last week it's he want he wants out of houston um Houston don't want him to go, but then, you know, as I briefly touched on again last week, um, the lawyer who is in charge of the 22 lawsuits against Deshaun Watson apparently is very good friends and lives on the same street as the owner of the Houston Texans, and the Houston Texans don't want to trade him, and it's just a bit like, ooh, conspiracy theory, like, they're making this all up and, and whatnot, and... I, I just I still can't get over the um, the name of Deshaun Watson's lawyer though. I just think that like that's just a joke. Rusty Hardin, it's <laughs> <laughs> so close to Rusty Hardon, uh, yeah, which is not which is not close, not great. Um, but I, I mean, obviously Carolina were potentially in for Deshaun Watson as well, and obviously that's not happened. You know, oh yeah, we've gone for Sam Darnold. Like I'd much rather have. Deshaun Watson like, as a quarterback, but obviously with with everything that's happened, it's a bit like oh no, yeah. we can't be we can't be seen with you. Oh, we don't no, they can't be associating with, with him. And if 
you know it does come to criminal charges and things then they're out of luck they've got to sort of think of it from a business point of view as well as what's best for the team yeah definitely um speaking of teams um as much as we aren't structuring this podcast and we haven't really done research or anything this week um we do still have our lovely two-tone and pewter section um and we have a vague plan for our two-tone and pewter section uh, in which we're going to be discussing the game at 17 uh coming up this season um where the books will be facing the colts and the titans will be facing the saints and we've done it in a, a way like we did a couple of podcasts ago where we're going to talk about the opposite team's game so i'll be talking about titans and sam about the books um do you want to start this bit off or do you want me to yeah um i, I quite like the way we've done it because it's not necessarily opposite teams it's it's almost our division rivals because yeah. the, the, way, the way it's worked out is the NFC uh, South are playing the AFC South in this 17th game. And I presume, I've not checked for the others, that the AFC West are playing the NFC West. I, I think that's how it's turned Yeah, I out. think it is. I think it's um, the people that finished in the same place in the opposite places division. But it could have been an interesting one because it's all based on position. So first place plays first place second place plays second place yeah so if we finish second we could have been playing the books which would have made for a very interesting podcast a hundred percent yeah the only way that we can play you this season is if it's in the super bowl um yeah which is obviously going to happen because the titans are taking it home this year um yeah books titan super bowl it's going to happen you heard it here first (laughs) um (laughs) it's it's going to be it's going to be an interesting one for you guys, I think, because obviously I'm talking about the Colts here. And looking at the defence from the Colts last season, it was very, very good. They've not lost a lot of their defensive players. They've kept quite a few on. Um, it's For me, your battle is mainly going to be against the quarterback in Carson Wentz, whether the defence from last year for you guys holds up against... Wentz coming into a new system and how that holds up. Now, even though we say it's the Week 17 game, we don't know if it's actually going to be played on Week 17 or if it's going to be inserted halfway through the season. That's just the usually the 16 games in a regular season, obviously the 17, so it's the 17th game of the season. We just don't know where it's going to be played in that season. So, um, sorry, keep burping on the whiskey. Um. I mean, you guys are set up for another Super Bowl run. Like, I can 100% see the Bucks being in that Super Bowl again um, mm-hmm. this coming season based on the way that they played, you know, the last half of last season and then in the um, in the playoffs and Super Bowl. Um, and I, I, I can't see anything at this moment but a, um, a Bucks win against that um Colts team because of the, the quarterback that um they've just brought in. Obviously he's had his downs over in uh, Philadelphia. He's coming over to be reunited with his quarterback's coach, um Frank Reich. Oh, offensive coordinator, I can't quite remember which. Um yeah. so maybe that lifts him a bit, but if he gets back to that uh, MVP sort of caliber season that he had a couple of seasons ago, it's gonna be a tough matchup for you guys. Um so 
it, yeah, interesting one, I think. It's too early to tell because of that factor. It all rests on whether you, you know, you've got the greatest of all time going up against Carson Wentz, but which version of Carson Wentz you, you know, you have uh, played yeah, for the Colts. For sure. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a tough game anyway, I think. Um, yeah, as you say, mostly going against the Colts defense is going to be the challenge. Um, I think, as you say, with with a new quarterback going in, there's going to be a bit of jiggling, but they might settle in quite quickly. If we play them late, they might have a great rhythm going. Um, but our defense is also pretty solid. Um, I've, I've got a lot of confidence in our defense, um, especially since it is the defense from last season. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to to watching it um and i mean of course i am at sports game but uh it's, it's going to be good to watch them play somebody that we don't normally play yeah we're looking at your uh your titans game against the saints um I, I, i've got a similar position really i think it's it's defensively it's going to be quite tough um i mean the saints have got the fourth sort of overall um defense in in terms of toughness um they're, they're a pretty solid defense there they've ranked pretty highly based on how they're stacked you've got jordan davis latimore davenport uh henrickson and williamson and uh, williams sorry in there um, henrix has gone though uh, yes henrickson has gone i think, so Bengals, yeah. I think. um but um still they've got some they've got some people that caused us a lot of issues all three times we played them last season um, obviously, twi- one time they they well and truly shut us down. Um, the other time they they mostly shut us down, and and obviously we 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 seem to have figured it out by the playoffs. But and then Devin White um, happened. Uh, yeah, and Devin White happened. But um, they have got a really great defense. Um, they've still got the offensive weapons in Alvin Kamara, in Michael Thomas. Uh, I mean, Traquan Smith showed a lot of potential last season. He couldn't quite. There was flashes of greatness, I think, from Traquan Smith last season, but into sort of intercut with flashes of just terribleness. So if he can have sorted that out, if he's got, you know, he's he's been doing a lot of training in the off time, if he's he's sort of been working with Kamara and Thomas, he's been getting himself up there, then potentially the Saints have got another really good weapon coming up this season. Um but they've lost Drew Brees. They potentially are going to have Winston, um, and so it's an easy Titans win. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, they've got the fourth overall toughest defense coming up, but they're going up against Derrick Henry. They're going up against Ryan Tannehill. They're going up against AJ Brown. Um, like these guys are, are elite. They're great at what they do. Um, and they do something that the Saints haven't had to deal with. I don't think. I think the say the, the the Tennessee offense has something that none of the other offenses do. I think. I think it's a very well-rounded offense. It's not. It's one that could play any play, and you just not. You can never be a hundred percent sure what's coming. I mean, you can guarantee that at some point in their drive, Derrick Henry's going to plow through your defense. Um, but at the same time, you could, you know, if you 
within 10 yards of the goal line you don't know who to watch you don't know if you've got to keep your eye on Tannehill or or if you've got to keep your eye on Henry because the amount of times they faked people out by a very good fake pass to uh, Henry for Tannehill to just saunter through and, and yeah, get a touchdown yeah it's, exactly there, there's some brilliant plays coming out of Tennessee there's some I mean, AJ Brown can catch a ball anywhere with his eyes closed from what I've seen. Uh, Tannehill can plow through anyone. Not Tannehill, sorry. Uh, Henry can plow through anyone. And Tannehill has got great eyes. He can read a defense really well. And he can put that ball where it needs to be. Or he can kickstart his legs and get the ball where it needs to be on his own. Um, and I think the Saints are going to really struggle with that. Um, they struggled when Tom Brady started putting the ball where it was supposed to be. Um, but Tom Brady doesn't have that athleticism that Ryan Tannehill has. Um, yes, he can run the ball a little bit when he needs to, but nothing like what Tannehill can do. Um, so I, I, it'll be a great game to watch, a really great game to watch, I think. Um, but I can't see the Saints winning that game. Um, I like your analysis, sir. It's it, it's a good analysis. I think I, I think the way I'm looking at it is it's... It's sort of, if I'd have put it on last season alone, um, I'd have probably just given it to um, the Saints. Um, yeah. Even though we had a good yeah, offense rolling, like the offense was rolling really, really well. I, I think Drew Brees, we had like the third worst defense last year. Like I think Drew Brees would have picked us apart like that. It, w- it would have been so easy for him. It doesn't matter 100%. how many, you know, how many times we ran Derrick Henry or, you know, threw a touchdown to um, AJ Brown. Um I think we've ju- just edged us. Now, coming into this season, it's 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 an interesting one because we've lost Corey Davis over to the Jets. We've lost uh, Johnny Smith over to the Patriots. Um, um, we, we've like obliterated our defense from last year. Like none yeah. none of the secondary uh, starting secondary are with us anymore, apart from Kevin Bayard. Um, now we. I think what maybe helps us a little bit is that we've brought Janoris Jenkins over, who was with the Saints, and got he Taylor the one coming back from um, injury. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, big big um, plus big on difference. the offensive yeah. line there. But with yeah. Janoris Jenkins, he, he'll be able to like t- sort of help with certain formations and what to do. Like, oh, we're looking at that formation. But then obviously, it was Drew Brees starting last season. It wasn't. It wasn't um, Winston or. Occasionally, you'd have Taysom Hill in there, um, but I, th- I think with our defense, we were third worst. So you can only really go up from there unless we just plummet right down to the bottom. Which I can't would... see that happening. You've got, you've got Bud Dupree coming in. You've got um, Denise you, Audrey. You're looking, you're looking got... to get some edge rushes in in the draft. Like if you yeah. can shore up your defense. I see. I don't know if we're going to go edge rush anymore in the draft. Super Bowl. I don't know if we're going to do that or if we're going to go cornerback. Um, because okay. I, I think we need another cornerback in there. Obviously, we've brought Janoris uh, Jenkins over as a uh, veteran. We've got um, Christian Fulton coming back off injury, who was only a rookie last season. He played in a couple of games, got injured. I know he, I know he got one interception. But if he can stay healthy, obviously, we've got him coming back. But we need him to really step up. Like We don't have any yeah. other... You know, starting cornerbacks that we had the previous season. Um, obviously, we've got Kevin Byard in there who dipped last year. I think he'll bounce back up. We've got um, Amani Hooker now, who's going to be the um, free safety, um, or looks to be the free safety anyway. 
we brought uh, brought in Josh Reynolds from the Rams as uh, to replace um, Corey Davis. Um, I mean, with Johnny Smith's fifty million dollar contract, we we um, we were never going to re-sign him, but we we brought back Anthony Ferkser, who is a really safe pair of hands, and we got him for a million, you know, one year, one million dollar contracts, and yeah. They're just as good as each other, um, Jonu Smith and um, uh, Ferkser. I think Jonu made some maybe more athletic plays, but I think Ferks is just as just as good in that position. So we're still well-rounded. We're still a well-rounded team. So, and you've got to remember as well that um, like the biggest cap hit for any team coming into this season is the Saints. So they've had to get rid of so many players. Yeah, yeah. Which sort of overhauls it anyway. I mean, you've got your starter of 15 plus years uh, at quarterback retiring as well. And that's going to throw the team off slightly. I um, Yeah, for sure. So, but then obviously with, with what's gone on in our defence last year, I need to see how we do in the first couple of games before I can sort of say, oh yeah, I think we should win this one or oh it's going to be closer than we um than we expect. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. It's going to be I think there's a few teams that it's going to be oh I don't know, I can't sort of say how they're going to do until I've seen them playing with their new lineups. Yeah. Um, there's I mean there's some that you think they're probably going to do well regardless, but um and some Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> with with their new lineup, yeah, uh, <laughs> last year's lineup with the like uh, Kansas City, for example, um, and but you know they're probably going to do well regardless. But they've got a new O line in there. They're gonna th- th- there's going to be some teething problems, um, but then again, there's teams like the Jets and the Giants who have changed some things up, who have got good positions, and they're looking to get certain people in the draft as well who yeah they might do better but we're still not expecting great things this season speaking of draft we're going to be doing our mock draft soon which i'm very happy about i don't think we've decided which no we did decide but i can't remember when we're going to be recording it and it's been put out but for everyone listening that's going to be very very soon so for those of you who love the draft when it actually happens like it's something to uh, listen out for for when we do ours i think i've yeah. slightly got the advantage on that because i watch more college football well yeah i watch sure, college yeah. football and jake doesn't um so i'm excited for it i don't know how you're feeling yeah i'm excited for it um i've already started research for it if oh. i'm honest um not in the sense that i'm already building my mock draft more um looking into the college teams i'm looking into who's who and who's expected to do well who's done well in college that sort of thing i'm i'm building a picture of the college teams basically in order to do my mock draft i'm, I'm researching for my research i guess yeah no i get you it's, it's it's a little easier on me because i i, I watch a bit more of it i know yeah. positions i know who's done really well there and who's done well there and like I mean, I watched the um, I watched the national championship games, uh, the college football national championship games, um, and I, I, who was it this year? Oh, it was, was it Ohio State versus yeah, Ohio State versus um, versus 
Alabama, and I, I love Alabama anyway. I like watching uh, Bama play, um, and Bama won. So there's going to be a fair few Alabama players going in that first round, I think. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of interest in some of the. Uh... <laughs> My mind's just gone blank on the name of them now. Um, not Alabama, the other one that you've literally just said. Ohio it. State. Just gone. Ohio. Yeah, there's a lot of interest. There's uh, an offensive lineman that's that's expected to do well um, coming out of there. So. Yeah, and the quarterback be... Justin Fields as well. Yeah, yeah, I've seen some phenomenal footage of Justin Fields um, going about as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to do the mock draft. I think it's going to be well good, and I'm really excited for the the draft itself. Um, what are we yeah. three weeks away now? Oh, I know I'm going to be having Four a pizza weeks. in front of me with, um, you know, some wedges up at midnight watching it with my my hat on and my um, my jersey. If you've noticed, so I'm not. I'm not wearing. Um, I'm not no, doing got, Titans uh, today. Grizzlies hat on. Grizzly. I mean, it's still, still in Nashville. Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm getting a bit more into. I bought two more uh, jerseys for uh, Memphis today. Right. Because we didn't actually say this, but Jake and I are going to be gym buddies soon. We've decided after this lockdown. Yeah, we're going to be gym yeah. bros. Um, I've already got. I prefer working out in a. Um, what's it called? Basketball jersey. Yeah, vest, basketball, basketball jersey. jersey. Yeah. I've got one Memphis uh, jersey in there from many, many seasons. You don't watch basketball, do you? So you won't know. I, I haven't in recent years. I used to be very into yeah. basketball. I've got one of the old Adidas it. jerseys. And uh, yeah, now I've bought two um, Jamarant jerseys. And you won't know who that is, so nice. I don't know why I said it. Um, no, I've not watched it in... Ooh maybe five six years i think it's been since probably about the same amount of time since i got into the nfl as it has been since i watched basketball i used to be big big into my basketball i do still enjoy playing it a lot um it's tricky to find a hoop that you can play on round here without paying through the nose for it um other than Round-trees going down park. to roundtree's park yeah, but i mean I if you want to lose your ball and your knees to glass then <laughs> no do you know what the last couple of times i've well i say the last couple of times i've been like they've like redone all the surfaces and stuff it's a really decent place to play oh have they oh last time i went literally the court was just covered in glass like i went down and just turned around and walked back out again so like, we're gonna have to go at some point, point now yeah play a bit of 21 do you play 21 i have no idea what that is so 21 i mean no this is an lfl podcast but uh 21 is a great game um so basically the aim is to get 21 points to win um, and you start on the free throw line um, and throw the ball to try and sink a basket. So if you sink it, you get one point from that one um, and then you catch the ball. Wherever the ball lands is where you shoot from. Um, and you get one point for getting it from there and then you go to the free f- throw line and you get two points for that one. Um, and if you miss, it's the next person's go. And again, they they play from wherever they catch that ball. So the aim is to catch that ball as fast as possible. Um, sometimes how, it ends up on the other end of the court. How's your three-point shooting? Pretty good. 
Right, I think you might win then because mine's yeah. not. Uh, I you've got the height lot. advantage. I, I, I'm five foot yeah. four. You're, you're well, like... I lived in I lived in France for a year and we had a court on site, um, so I played daily. And twenty one was the game that we played, uh, and we got nasty with it as well. Like if we knew we weren't going to make the shot, we slammed that ball against the backboard to make sure it was at the other side of the court when it was the next guy's turn. But the also the other thing is you have to get twenty one points straight. You can't get 22 points. You can't get 23 points. You hit 22, you hit 23, you are back down to zero and you've got to start again. Um, but the other person stays on wherever they are. So if you're on 19 and you're, you scored your one point to get to 19, you need to miss your 22 shot. Uh, you need to miss you're your You're going to have to explain shot. this to me again. When you, sorry, if you're on 20, you need to miss your two point shot to get, otherwise you're back to zero. So that's the point where you slam that ball against the backboard or you accidentally air quotes on the podcast again accidentally fire the ball off backwards when you're uh, playing the shot that's it's not a nice way to play the game but it's how you win <laughs> just straight <laughs> out of the court <laughs> yeah you, ju- you just fire it backwards so that it goes to the other end of the court and they've got to leg it to get there because they're usually you stood in front of the person that's shooting especially if they're on the free throw line because you you want to catch a rebound as quickly as you can um but you also you keep shooting if you make that two-point shot it's yours again and you 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 make it you make that two-point shot until you miss it um it's a great game it's a lot of fun it can get really really nasty um (laughs) if you you, like i say if you need to either miss a shot or you know you're not going to make a shot you do what you can to make sure that they miss their next shot so um, b- before you know it, this podcast is going to become a basketball and NFL podcast. Because <laughs> we'll be highly competitive, and or we're just going to stop doing it all together because we'll get one of us will get very very angry at the other for doing that twenty one thing that you've just said. <laughs> oh no, it's a lot of fun. You 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 enjoy it by the end because you do when you're doing it to each other, it doesn't really matter. It cancels it out. Yeah. Um. That worked quite well the way we've done it this time round. Yeah, I think I think now's a good time to finish. We're a little bit shorter than we have been in the past, but that's not necessarily a bad thing as we aimed for an hour in the first place. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Way I, back in episode one. I've definitely enjoyed it. It's been a bit more I don't know how you felt, but I've just felt a bit more relaxed doing it like this. Just yeah, just, it's, just today. It's been fun. I was I was a bit nervous at first because I was thinking, ah, we're gonna research, we're gonna run out of things to talk about, but no, it's been good. It's been fun. Um, and it's a nice sort of change of pace. Um, yeah. Next definitely. week we'll be back with hard and solid research and facts and fun, but um, not facts necessarily. We don't know. It depends. It depends. <laughs> facts and fun. Yeah. It depends when we're doing our draft, whether we do it next week or the week after, because it's not going to be later than that, is it? We can confidently say that because. Yeah, we will. Otherwise, it'll be draft by the time it comes out. Yeah, we'll definitely um, be talking about that very soon, about what to do next yeah. week and a week after and stuff, but. For sure. Right. Um, to everyone who has been tuning in, thank you again, and we will see you next week. Absolutely. Always appreciated. We're always on the socials. As usual, give us a like, give us a share. I'm not even going to bother to try and get the names right. You know them by now. Um, yeah, we'll see you next week. <laughs>